Hi, this is Ed Begley from Bless This Mess, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Lawn Box. We're two days away from election, and you know what that means. It's the Apocalypse Edition of Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Tim, and Gabe. Apocalypse Edition. Blah, 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 blah. You know it's already the apocalypse, right? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse Apocalypse Past tense Apocalypse Apocalypse Past tense Not good with words English Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box I'm Gabe I'm Tim I'm Juan And today we are going to be talking about the FX Yeah Hulu Hulu? Oh, Hulu. is it a Hulu. Hulu? Hulu show, Hulu. Hellstrom, based on uh, the Marvel comic book Hellstrom slash Son of Satan. Which and, I had no fucking idea and his until sister, today. Satana. Oh, really? Not the slightest idea. Because oh, there's so, nothing, it doesn't say Marvel anywhere. So, this yeah, right? Is, <laughs> they probably kept it that way on purpose. So, it's interesting because I listened to, um, I listened to another podcast called Behind the Bastards. And he does, like, even though I'm listening to old episodes, he does commercials that are, like, updated in the episodes through Spotify somehow. And he's been advertising Hellstrom on Hulu. And he talks very specifically and at length about how it's based on a Marvel comic. He's like, it's not the normal side of Marvel like you're used to. It's a it's lot not really. darker and scarier. And it's yeah. the, What's funny is it's the Marvel comics that like, I read right? when, I was, when I was in the to. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I read was, was that Midnight Sun stuff. So I was pretty excited to see what they did with it. But I don't know. It was good. It wasn't bad. It followed the comic fairly well. It did. Um, it, had, it hit a lot of the cool key ideas that are in the comic. It just moved a little slower, I think, than I wanted it to. Like, the first season seems like it could have been summed up in, like, three episodes. Yeah. And then, like, something could have actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like, I was telling you last night, like, I watched the first episode with Leisha, and then by, like, episode two, we were both kind of on our phones, and then by episode three, she had fallen asleep and I was on the computer. <laughs> it just... It was good, but it wasn't good enough. So I watched... I don't know. It just felt passable. I watched six episodes while I was working. And every time I had the chance to watch it when... Like, I was not working. Like, I was like, oh, I should sit down and watch a show. I should watch Hellstrom. I really should finish it. Yeah. Every time I sat to do that, I chose to watch something else. Like, every single time. So I didn't even finish it. I got, like, seven episodes in, which is close. I think it's, like, ten. Ten, I think. Yeah. I probably watched the entire series, but I only caught the first, like, one and a half. <laughs> it, it was just, like, on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it because because of that. It wasn't a monster of the week thing. It was a progression of it a storyline. And that I did like. I liked – I think it did a lot of the things that Warrior Nun really wanted to do a lot better. Um with less nun oh, shotgunning. And that's what it reminded me of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. It kind of felt like that. Like it, hel- it held my attention at first and then it petered out quickly for me. I don't know. I just wasn't really into Hellstrom. I, I honestly thought that it it presented things that were different for 
uh, like an exorcist kind of yes. show. The fact that they're deciding whether or not to kill, to exorcise people rather than just putting them in a coma so that the demon doesn't get released back into the populace yeah i thought was a pretty cool idea like it's probably inhumane as fuck but i mean a little. Yeah. but but at, the, <laughs> but at the end of the day it's it's they're they're kind of right like you, you're what you're doing is you're releasing the demon to go attack somebody else right. because you're not you've yeah. not killed the demon and they're like thinking about it like a war like if right. we, these are prisoners of war like right. if we keep them then yeah. they can't come back and kill us like I I do like a lot of the ideas, and I like the way they use the ideas from the comic book. Uh, because I didn't finish the season, I don't really know if like Damien like Damien's out, like if he turns into the son of Satan at any point. If he hasn't, I assume that's something that they'll put into the second season. Because like the thing about their dad is their dad in the comics is the devil. Who impregnated their mom? Right. So they're like the half-human children of the devil. Yeah, they're like demagogues. Yeah, and like Satana, his sister was raised by him, and he was raised by his mom. So she's kind of evil, and he's really tries not to use his abilities because he knows they're like based in evil. Yeah. So the answer to your question is no. Oh, so he, he doesn't turn yet. Yeah, but they have a baby at the end that they have to take care of. Yeah. And then somebody else comes and takes the baby again at the very end. So it nice. sets up the second season. Well, Let, let's re- yeah, we haven't I haven't read anything about. It. So Hellstrom is an American streaming television series created for Hulu by Paul Hulu. Paul Zibzibzewski. Zibzibzewski? Wachowski. Z B Y S Z E W S K I. Zibzewski. That is a fuckload of consonants. <laughs> Based on the Marvel Comics characters Damon and Satana Hellstrom, it tells a standalone story within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The series is produced by Marvel Television and ABC Signature Studios with Zuzuski serving as showrunner. <laughs> Perfect, Juan. You did great. So they, I think I read that Powered this right was one it. where um, I can't remember his name now, but he they they ended up swallowing Marvel Television into the bigger Marvel brand. Right. Where yeah. before this, he was the head of everything Television, and uh, what's his name was the head of everything MCU. Yeah. Right. The, the the movies, and I and I think that's part of the reason why it doesn't get. Marvel branding because you don't or I, as much Marvel yeah because like Cause I said I had no does. freaking idea until I was gonna post about it today and I put up Hellstrom and it was like Marvel everything and I was like what the fuck <laughs> what's going on I mean so like, I, like I, what's weird is I think the advertising actually leans into the Marvel part of it heavily it's just the show doesn't right. really do it and yeah. I didn't yeah. see I don't remember the advertising and so I just watched the show so at any point in the show because like I said I didn't really pay a hell of a lot of attention to it does it ever lead on that it might exist in the MCU, or does it feel like it's its own thing? No, I don't think, think so. so. I don't. I didn't. If they were there, I didn't see any tie. I could look it up. If I, they, yeah. I mean, if there's if no direct there, ties, they were subtle enough that I missed them. I mean, like, because if there are none, I'm curious to know if it's like in there, but maybe it's detached side thing, like a fully like separate story. Well, because we know that Blade's coming, and how the hell are they going to insert Blade if they don't have anything exceptionally weird? Right. Like Strange, Doctor Strange is not enough. We need New like mutants. we need like dark weird. Or no, that's the 
That's the other company yeah, that has that still. That's the X Men. Well, yeah, it's not like anymore. Old, it's like Fox Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's Marvel Marvel now. Is it? I think so. Did they? Buy I it? think that's why Marvel at the end was just like, I don't give a fuck what New Mutants does at this point. Because uh-huh. I'm guessing they're going to reboot it all. Well, because I don't. They have everything ready to go. They're just like, what are we going to do? Let's just fucking put it out. Who cares? Because it's not part of the MCU anyway. Right. Yeah. So they just and, fucking and put it out. And guess what? That's exactly how everybody responded to it. Yeah, like... Oh, they put that out? Who cares? Yeah, because we... Which sucks, because I was pretty excited for it, and I didn't even know it was released, and then somebody had mentioned it. Like, has anybody watched this yet? I was like, mm, Yeah, because we got, out? like, the first teaser trailer, like, five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to care about something that takes that long. So I'm trying to... It doesn't look like there's any tie-ins, hmm. aside from places like Portland. And, and uh, what's the what's the name of the Roxon? Rux- the gas station. The, yeah, Matt, that's what I was just looking at too. Rock, Roxon. Roxon. Yeah, Roxon. That and that's weird because that's literally been in like every Marvel everything yeah. still. Like because yeah. it's that that funnel for for Hydra and AIM and stuff. So yeah, huh. yeah. No, that's the only that. That and it takes place in Portland and San Francisco, which I guess some other Marvel things do. So yeah, Marvel takes place in the real world. Yeah. So So second question: Do you guys think that this feels like it could exist in the MCU? Yeah. Just be its own thing. I'm hoping that it's part of the Dark Universe, and I know that they've uh, they've used the Darkhold in uh, in uh, Agents of Shield, and Mm -hmm. now there's a Hellstrom story. Yeah. We know that. Doctor Strange is going to be in a Spider-Man movie, which usually means Mysterio, mm-hmm. who's a little bit a part of the Dark Universe, and hopefully they don't make it all like maybe they give him real magic this time instead of, <laughs> instead of plug-in magic. I mean, he is like the David Copperfield of I the know. Marvel Universe. <laughs> but I'm just like trying to think through all the different things. Like it feels like they're trying to build up. You know, they're going to do the Blade show. Yeah. What I hope is eventually they get to like a real like a Ghost Rider show because mm-hmm. they could because they were doing the Robbie Reyes. It was amazing. Yeah. I feel like they they don't want to give us what we want in the things that the fan base really likes, but until like five years later when they can say, ha ha, we thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like so much of Marvel's like movie and show watching fan base right now is younger people. Yeah. And like their parents. So I don't really think mom and dad of like, I mean... Hannah's a bad example because you guys would totally yeah. be down, but like somebody else their age, like yeah, Johnny was watching both of these shows with me. So. Yeah, <laughs> like Joe America. We're isn't probably gonna bad go. examples. Like just our just, families, just in, in general. general. Yeah, but I mean, like Blade is coming, but that's going to be pretty damn brutal for the MCU. Yeah, we know that Deadpool is somehow going to be added to the MCU. Well, I mean, especially now that they have mutants and stuff. Uh, yeah, so. They're going to pigeonhole him somehow, and it's going to be violent and brutal. So I'm really curious well, to know what... Well, they're going to eventually get to the X-Men stories, and a lot of those yeah. are really intense. So especially I'm, if they decide to actually cover, so like, I, actual, <laughs> like, sh- like, actual, like, yeah. series that they've released. You because know? they're telling really mature stories right now with Mandalorian through Star Wars. So I'm curious to know if they're going to ever attempt that with the MCU and some of the more hardcore characters. That'd be pretty interesting. So, big... This is giant differences on Rotten Tomatoes. So, the critics gave it a 27%, and the audience gave it an 88%. 
Huh. So nobody who watched this critically likes it. At all. <laughs> and almost everybody who watched it as a fan liked it. So here's <laughs> here's what's weird about it. It's like I I one hundred percent from a critical point of view am not a huge fan of this show. Like it moves really slow, like it doesn't it feels like there's like the probably middle like four episodes just really, really drag their heels and don't like ever become like cohesive. It just feels like they're spinning their wheels, spinning their wheels. Do we save mom? Do we not? Is our dad coming? Is he not? Do we save mom? Maybe. You know, where's the dude with the skull? (laughs) But past that, it just doesn't, it didn't ever like gel until closer to the end. And by then you're almost done with the season and I want, I'm going to watch the season finale the and stuff cause I want to, but like the story and the characters and the idea that it might lead into like some of that dark Marvel universe is awesome. But, but I don't think that this is like a home run by like any stretch of the imagination. So I'm curious if, because you have a lot of these feelings about things that you know about. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that's the problem it, because I, I looked at it, and it is slow. I'll give you. It's, it's definitely really slow. slow. There's nothing. I mean, that, that's. It is what it is. That was a but huge for me, part of my problem. Not knowing anything about it, I the the more and more you learn slowly about who the mom is and she's possessed and and what's going on with the dad and what the fuck's going on with the skull. Like it, it, it ensnared me just enough to want to keep watching because I didn't know anything about it. And I feel like if I would have known, maybe I'd want them to go to approach a certain point much faster than they were. And I feel like I'm curious if that's why you feel that way about some of the things, but just topically about this. So I feel like my problems with it are all like technical problems. Like it, it's paced slowly. Some of it's framed really weird. Like it's not, it just doesn't like the acting's not bad. I love the story. I love where it goes but i i genuinely think they could have told a more cohesive story by compacting the story i think there's a lot of things that i feel that way about like like evil which we're going to be talking about here in a little bit evil is like 14 episodes long they could have told that story in like seven episodes, no problem. But what they've done is they've chopped up the show where it's like monster of the week and then like continuing storyline. And because, because, uh, Hellstrom, because Hellstrom doesn't have that like monster of the week aspect to it, it's dedicating like effectively a full hour to the story, which is great if the story like deserves 10 hours of television, which I don't think that particular story arc really needs. Right. Like it can See, be, I don't told. know anything about the story arc though. Well, I know, but even after watching it, I just don't think it right. needs that. Right. Yeah. I, th- so I, 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 and I, we, I said this before we went on, I like Hellstrom more for the storyline vision <laughs> And I like evil more because I I feel it's like more it's more exactly yeah. it's more it's way more like a genuine 
exorcism demon kind of series well, than, than Hellstrom is. And I th- that's how they both come off. I have no idea if Hellstrom is supposed to be that way or not, but it, 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 just, it just entertained me more episode to episode, but I like the storyline more in Hellstrom. Because evil doesn't... You, the storyline is so thin... Because it has so many episodes, it's hard to keep up with the the bigger storyline. Right. <laughs> there, no, there were definitely times where I was like, "Well, who are those guys? Yeah. Like, where did they come from?" I'm just going to assume the Vatican. And we'll we'll talk more and more about that show. But <laughs> I, you, I think you know, for me, like, for me, I just know that because it doesn't. Instead of having monster of the week, it has like problem of the week. Like we have to solve this problem. And so often the problem solved is we're just running around town trying to figure out where something or somebody is. And that's not very exciting. Right. Like it's an awesome story and I love it. And I love that they stayed pretty true to the to the source material, but I miss like I missed something to hook me into every episode besides we're trying to find something or someone. And like, I think that's part of what warrior nun suffered from too, is it was every always just a scavenger. Yeah. Hunt. Every episode is just like a weird scavenger hunt. The that problem goes is nowhere. on that one. There was no action. There was, oh, there yeah. was more, way more action in Hellstrom than yes. there was. We had, we had none. a, we had a nun with shotgun in the name. <laughs> Like Doyle said, lose to that shotgun a lot. She was disarmed very easily. So, so I don't want to talk about Warrior Nun again because it made me very angry. But at no point did I ever think to myself, Hellstrom is as bad as Warrior Nun. I'm just saying like some of the flaws in Warrior Nun are present in Hellstrom, right. but not to that level. Like Damien Hellstrom, he does stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like he does mm-hmm. use his so does, powers, but so does his sister. His sister uses she's fucking, her powers in ten mi- mm-hmm. within ten minutes. She's throwing a dude off a fucking building. I yeah, thought that was, that was cool. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think, like I said, I think for me, genuinely, it was just not knowing. It was, it was just okay. I'm hooked. Like this fucking. It wasn't the most exciting thing, but she just threw somebody off a building. She crushed a dude in another episode. <laughs> a fucking Asian uh, who I guess loves thousand dollar shoes, like stabbed. A dude with the pickaxe in the back like those are things that got me really excited right even though the whole hour wasn't like bam 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 you know so, and i think that's what kept me in so the murder is what got you excited yeah 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 <laughs> yeah of course i think my, <laughs> i just think that's my problem with it is like for each hour there's like 10 minutes of something actually happening right. and then just a lot of like shuffling from place to place <laughs> and i don't and that's Again, when, and that's when I, I tuned out. I don't just hate unfortunately. it. I just it's definitely background noise television. And I think some of it is because it, it, I'm assuming there. I didn't look to see if there was an announcement on a second season already. I, but I, I think that's where going. it's going. Yeah. You know, that's I think that's why some of these shows do that. Like I think Warrior Nun was the same way. You know, they <laughs> they thought just they thought yeah. that <laughs> it would be cool to leave a lot of action for the second yeah, right? season. Yeah. <laughs> They were wrong. Juan, it's just the pilot season, okay? Uh, it could see, be. I hate that notion. <laughs> right? I hate the notion of a pilot season or like, oh, just watch six episodes. And you know what sucks is that producing some of these shows has gotten so financially like easy that they can do that now. Yeah, like, like a pilot season. Like CG is so cheap. Practical effects are... 
you know, reasonably affordable if you do it right. Like, you the can produce is, a shitty television show for next to nothing and torture people with When it. did we go away from, <laughs> from like, giving a show a chance like that? Like, I, I watched, I still watch it. I watch Seinfeld. Of course, it's a different topic. But I watch shows like that. And they're just funny. They're just they just they they tuck me in. They don't have a storyline. There's nothing. I don't like. I you know what I mean. I I, f- I feel like I approach every show like that. And then you know I'll watch for this especially for what we're doing here especially. I will try to demolish the whole season. Doesn't matter what. Doesn't I, matter. I you try. Know? <laughs> Sometimes I just can't. <laughs> we did today. Yeah, we did. We watched the entire first season of Evil today. So. <laughs> it was pretty fucking rad. So, like, I guess for me, I think the move that I really see the shift away from – it's like the shift away from appointment television into, like, binging television. Like, that that notion that, like, every Wednesday, like, there's this block of comedy and some of it's going to be really funny. Some of it's going to be not. It's effectively like a five-hour long sitcom. Like it, the characters are interchangeable. The stories are interchangeable. You know, this family's funnier to you than this family, but to the guy that lives next door to you, this family's funnier to him than this one. You know, and that notion that like here's this block of comedy with like broad appeal, or like here's this block of of police show, fire department show, hospital show. You know, and it this is us. You know, those kind of shows that are that apply to that broad base. We've really gotten away from those kind of shows in the like pretty recent like years. I think so because we're so focused on like that binge watch. Like we want something to be entertaining for like a sustained amount of time, not just this is the show we put on like while we're eating dinner and like, you know, Mm -hmm. then we go do our own thing at the end of the night. We don't just watch like, you know, TGIF, we watch, you know, 16 hours of something over two days, which is absurd. Like we shouldn't be sitting and watching that much television, but, but we do. It, it makes time. me laugh because it's, you know, in a, in it's a kind of what the show's about. Yeah. <laughs> in a full season of something. Kind of, it's kind of the way the show used to be. <laughs> yeah. In a full season of something normal. You know, let's say if The Office came out, right. you know, with a brand new season, there's generally going to be, like, in a full, I don't know what they did, 18 episode order, in a full yeah, 18 season, 18 to there's probably three or four episodes where you're like, nah, nah, they were all right. But overall, I love The Office, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm, and yeah. I, I feel like we can't have that anymore. I feel like that's a thing in, in shows like this where you're like, ah. Episode three and four and sucked, it, and, and so a that show, made me think of the show differently. In a show like Hellstrom, absolutely, because it's trying to tell a story. But in From a sh- like, but in a show like Evil, totally works fine. You can have a dud. Exactly, like that's exactly what I was gonna say. And I, I should I like, answer this scam call? No, I feel. Like, <laughs> Are they calling our number? Like, no, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> so like, I, 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 I'm exactly where Tim is because. And, like, obviously we'll talk more about Evil later, too. But because Evil's a procedural and, like, each episode has its own independent story that ties into the main story, there are definitely episodes where it's just like, meh. You yeah. know, like the one with the fucking meme song on YouTube or whatever. No, that one was awesome. I loved that <laughs> I one. <know. laughs> You're no, fucking wrong. The one I just really wanted to talk about it. Like in the basement. <laughs> I kind of wish we were just talking about it. I, right I now. wasn't just. I wasn't. Well, never mind. There's. There's. Yeah. Episodes, let's talk about that. There's. Episodes, let's try not to give yeah, too much didn't away. Hold up. 
as much, but that's fine because in 40 minutes, the next episode is going to have a totally different plot line. Right. Whereas like something like uh, Game of Thrones is a perfect example. They're telling a story from beginning to end. That first season, amazing. Second season, amazing. Third season, amazing. Fourth season, okay, ooh, okay, <laughs> something's gone wrong here. And then, like that last season, you're just like, "What? What the fuck happened?" <laughs> like, and it can. It's not that it lost people's interest. It's that the show like lost its momentum and its ability to be a good show. Mm-hmm. So, with something like Hellstrom, I want to watch the whole season. There's definitely episodes that I don't think need to be there. Aww. And the reason that affects like how I think of Hellstrom more is because that's the only story that's going on. You know, there's no. There's nothing to separate the crappy episodes out and make them I think there, something worth watching. I think there are other storylines. They just don't evolve. Correct. Because the 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 and I can't remember her name. The the in uh, the in practice nun. She's going to be a nun. Like I, I'm excited to see. Training. There you go. Yeah. I'm excited to see where she goes. I'd like to see where the blood. I think they're called the blood. The, that group, I, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what happens with, with those people but in the again, commas. Part of the and, overarching right, story. Right, right. And, like, and, and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'd like to see some of those other things branch out eventually. For sure. But I think that's why I gave it a pass because I don't – I literally know – knew nothing about this. And it just found one little thing to keep me excited about it every single time. Yeah. Well, let's go around. Tim, why do you get it? I'm thumbs middle. Thumbs middle? I, I liked it. It just didn't hold my attention. How about you, Juan? I'll give it two demons up. Two demons yeah. up? Yeah. I'm probably going to give it, like, one, one, one devil horn, but it's like a Tim Curry devil horn where it's twisty and kind of cool. So, <laughs> like, I'm excited to see where it goes. I definitely want to finish the season. I feel like I'm more interested in what comes after this season. Right. And I hate that feeling with TV shows. So... Well, with that said, <laughs> let's not electrocute my cat. Be sure to. Vi- I'm not electrocuting your cat. No, your stupid cat is electrocuting <laughs> <I> himself. <know. laughs> Be sure to visit us, TOTLB.com. Uh, you can find all of our social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that from there. Uh, now you can go to YouTube.com slash thinking outside the long Oh, Sophia's running over here for something. <laughs> Y'all ready for that this? That sounded more like a like yes. a cry for help. Yeah. Somebody's ears yeah. exploded. <laughs> Be sure to visit, visit us at youtube.com youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So Hannah says to me, she goes, if I could go back to the future, which is her way of saying she wants to go to the past. Oh, okay. because, because I was like, has she been to the future? No, because she's seen back to the future. Yes, and that's gotcha. what happens. Gotcha. Okay. She goes, if I could go back to the future, I would go to China. And in China, I would tell the person that's about to eat whatever that gave them COVID. No, don't do it. You're going to cause a global pandemic. And they're going to say to me. <laughs> wow, that's I'm like kind of racist of your like, year old. I was like, is that how Chinese people sound to you? She goes, yes. <laughs> I'll need a, I'll need a translator. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> she's been hanging around Doyle too much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
If you have any opinions on anything that we said, including how horrible my daughter thinks uh, everybody is, She's be, young. be sure to give us a call at 970-573-6148. Uh, leave us a message on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. And I forgot right there in the middle. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TOTLB. We'd love to have you join the ranks. Uh, how many of uh, my Patreon videos do you have left? Or- uh, just two, I think. Okay, so I should record some this week. Yeah, I was actually going to re- text you the other day, and I forgot. Nice. Awesome. Well, defi- yes. definitely we are getting some reviews of stuff that we don't necessarily talk about on the show. Yeah, uh, and our sh- and the shit that the reviews and the interviews that we're doing are actually doing really well on, on our YouTube channel. So Be sure to go up? there. Check yeah. out that Tommy Chong interview. What's it's that really YouTube cool. address again? It's YouTube.com slash thinking outside the Long box. So Man, the, the Tommy to Chung say, one's it? not on YouTube yet, but it will, it will be there be soon because I wanted Probably to give it time the... for to marinate on the on the yeah. audios. I suggest you well, let that it, one. It was marinate. on the Patreon for like a week and a half, yeah, and then and I ju- and then it released. It. Uh, that, well, you know what's weird is I don't know if. If like the cat has a death wish, or if it just wants to annoy you because it's over there again, I don't know how YouTube uh, quantifies that. If you're not going to YouTube and watching it, and no, you're just watching still, it in it's, Patreon, it's still on there. Yeah, it just records yeah. the view. So good, good. The Audrey Earnshaw review has gotten 150 views, which is really big for us in yeah, like a that's month. That's fucking red. It yeah. is pretty rad. It, did she or anybody else host the video? No, no, no. He just did a review. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, fuck. it was cool. cool. They sent us a copy of the movie and we did a review. Yeah, we were probably really one cool. of the first people that had a review out. Yeah. Would be my that's guess. what's up. So, did an interview this week. Oh, With man. Chloe Levine? Yeah. Don't that, worry, I got you back. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was really cool. She was she in was really... the, I don't know if it's the OWA or the OA. I it's, don't know how they say that. She's the, an OA Trinkets. OA, see? That's how you uh, say it. She's an OA Trinkets. The uh, Defenders, Mr. Robot. And she was also in a What movie. is she in Defenders? Uh, one of the or side people. I'd Defenders. have to look it yeah, up. I forget. Yeah. I more or less just look for the titles that people are gotcha. in and then go from there. She's also okay. in a, just because I think I was the only person on the show that liked Defenders. I know. I she's like also Defenders. In, she's also in a couple uh, Shutter exclusives, Transfiguration. and uh, She's got a show, a movie called Antarctica coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's coming out. So and she, it sounds like she does a bunch of horror. No, not at all. Oh. Like a lot of science fiction. She does a lot of genre work. but Okay, that's what I mean. Yeah. And then she also is coming out with something called Alaska. No, that, Alaska uh, or Antarctica? Both. Oh. Okay. Yeah, one called Alaska that she kind of described She's as She's doing being, North and South Poles. <laughs> yeah, that she kind of des- described as, um, oh, what is that movie called? Ice Age and Ice Age 2. No, it's the one where they filmed the kid like over time. Oh, yeah. It's not. I don't know. Boyhood. Yeah, that's, that's the one. what it's called. So Cool. Yeah, she says a lot like that. Nice. So. Anyway. I can dig it. Pass that. Where are you going to find all that again? One more time. You're going to find it at TOTLB.com and, of course, at our YouTube station, YouTube.com slash TOTLB. No, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside yes, the Long Box. Thinking Outside the Long Box. Because TOTLB weird. was taken? No, it's so, so when they yeah, – when, when you get to 100 subscribers, you can go to the setting and you can claim your URL. But oh, right you on. cannot choose your URL. 
they give you two options. One that was thinking outside the long box, and then one that was thinking outside the long box, and then you could put something after that. And I was uh, like, what the fuck? Like, I, it's not going to be thinking outside the long box, T-O-T-L-B. Like, that's going to be fucking gigantic. Yeah, yeah. So that thinking was, that was the, the only option I had. I yeah, was like, all right. It's thinking outside the long box, one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, that would be really funny. <laughs> well, until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. Bye. 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 It was so sad. Ma'am. 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 Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production. <laughs>